something on the way up here. I was like, is there anything more disarming than a travel mug? Disarming? Yeah. Like if you see somebody with a travel coffee mug, are you, you're not threatened by them, are you? It's a projectile. So kind of. No. Yeah. Nobody's throwing their coffee at you. Why? Because people love coffee too much. People are so crazy. If you see a dude and he could be like the hardest looking dude, he could have like, you know what I'm saying? Like he could have like the butter Timberlands on. He can have like some cut off camo shorts on, you know what I'm saying? Hard. He's got a scar on his face like Michael K. Williams. But if he has a travel mug with him, you're just like, ah, oh, that guy's, he's probably on his way to work. Nah, he's a desk projectile. I disagree. I, I have some horse of everyone, so I assume that he can use that. That's a great opener, though. You live in a world of fear. Yeah, don't we all, though? Not me. Your prediction from last week about the state of Texas having a new senator. It was off. Did not come true. It was super close. It was. He sent, uh, I got the text. He sent me just eyes. <laughs> he sent me the eyes and I just sent him the, I sent him the shrug. So, <laughs> I mean, I think we're cool still, but you know, he was definitely a little bit hurt. What was your takeaway from the election results? Well, my takeaway from the election result was a lot of things. I don't think that, um, I think that people were just um, really broke up about better losing, but I think a lot of things happened that show that um, your vote does matter, even in Texas. Uh, yeah. Even if you're not, or if you're not voting for Republican, then your vote still matters in Texas because this has been a red state. But I think this election showed that the state isn't as red as people thought. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of people campaigning for him in other states, which right. is why I've never seen that before. I think his, I think the message resonated with people just cause I think people just didn't want to hear. I think for the most part, people are just tired of hearing, um, the smear attacks and all that other stuff. I think that's, I think that gets a lot. I think yeah. That's something heavy. that, that kind of got swept under the rug is that he didn't put out any attack ads. Right. And I think, but I think people are tired of that though. I, I think, think so too. Uh, Cause that kind of gets exhausting because that, the attack ads on either side, they get exhausting. It's like, what do you know about this person? Like, oh, here we go. And yeah. every t- it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who I'm voting for. It's he like, voted with this person oh, 97% of the right. time. He wants to take your houses. And it's like, I don't need to hear all that. Like He no. wants to kick your puppy. Right. He I'm, wants to <laughs> siphon out your gas. And I'll have like the he wants though. to cut your AC down to 63 degrees. When you're not there. And it's like, I don't think anyone wants to do all that stuff. I think that I may disagree with some of your policies, but I don't think you want to. Uh, they make them sound like they're all super villains. Mm-hmm. I think people get tired of all that. It's a that's a that's exhausting. That's like the worst part of election time is just hearing all the smear ads. Yeah, you know, you know, do you what do you know about this? Like, okay, because you don't believe that anyone really believes anything that they're really saying. Like, you know that at the end of the day, there's still two people that agree on some things and disagree on other things, mm-hmm. but they're not like, it's not on site when they see each other. Yeah, like it, they're going to be cordial and possibly friendly and right. even professional in some sense. So why are we putting out this facade that you guys really don't like each other when in fact you probably get along more often than you don't. The word, and that's, and that's even more weird when it comes to primaries because it's, it's like you're vying for a ticket. 
yeah. to be on the and you're in the same party and that'd be smear ads against people in the same party and it's like you go you kind of want the same thing right y'all fuck but, with each other but the way that but the way that they do it is that it's they're so wanting to get the nomination that they'll submit the other person like, like this person's not even part of us at all and it's like y'all kind of want the same thing like you, you, what you want isn't that different right do you think it's going to get better or worse from this point on I think it just depends on the, on the public on what they want it. um I think that based on what you've seen thus far, do you think it would be better or worse? Mm. I think it's going to get worse. I hope it gets better because I think that I think that Beto's campaign, the fact that it resonated beyond Texas, lets you know that I think people just want to hear a message about what people want, and I think that no matter what candidate you are, it should just be about your issues. It shouldn't be about what the other person isn't. It should be about what you are. Yeah. And that, and that, and that this should go, that's not, that's not about, like, that should go across party. Whatever party you, they run under, it should be about what you want. Like, what do you want to bring to the table? It shouldn't be about, well, this person did this, and this person did that, and this person voted for this, and this person, I would never do that. It's like, what are you bringing? Right. And let me make it up, let me make up my own mind about what you're bringing to the table. Yeah, just now be I, open and honest and transparent with, right. your, with your shit. And that's, that's how, and that's how I think, I think everyone should come forward with it. I, I hope it gets better. And if you got pulled over for your DUI when you were 22, like, I don't give a shit. I think most, I think most people can relate to that. That's though. what I'm saying. Like, like, it makes you more relatable. I, I, that was the funny thing that, the Ted Cruz ads that he would do against Beto was like, most people were like, oh man, that's me. It's yeah. like, everyone was like, yeah, I did that. He bites his fingernails. Yeah, hey, that's me. And like, I think, and that was the funny part. Like, the more that he would bash him, the more that would help him. And I, I thought that was another part of it. And you made him more relatable to people because it's like, oh, he was in a, he was in a grunge band. It's like, I listen to grunge. Yeah. Like, every, like the, the, it was a big thing in the 90s. Right. So, so like, you made him more relatable to people with your attack ads. Yeah. I hope that at some point it gets better. But I, I think that the extremism on the party sides is what move what's what's moving the needle so that's what gainers garners interest and what garners clicks and all that other bullshit that people care about these days uh-huh. the metrics as they call it yeah but even still i think that i just feel that all people want also want something different extremism is true people also want something new yeah and this and that and that was what that was it was something new it was, something, it was someone just coming out and saying, this is what I'm about. You may not be for it, but this is what I'm about. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not here to just tell you what the other person I'm telling you. I'm here to tell you what I am. But you got to have a hard stance on things these days, Ed. You can't, you can't just be soft. You can't be in the middle. You got to be here or you got to be there. And that's tragic because the middle is usually where the answer is. You got to work the middle. No, that, yeah. Um, that's usually where the answer is though, right? Don't just, don't just skate over that. You got to work the middle. Oh, God. You know what I'm talking about. I wish it weren't here that you're talking about that. But, but I'm saying though, you gotta, you gotta, oh, you gotta God. make sure it's nice and soft. Oh God! And then it's, it's, uh, it's ready for you. Okay. You know can we saying? move past this now? Or are we still? We're gonna still be here. You can move past it. I'm gonna stay right here. All right. What I'm, what I'm saying is that is usually when you go like too far extreme one way or the other, you're just up. Usually up base somewhere. Yeah. And usually like the usually the comprom- where you compromise. Is where you find the most answers. Is where you find the most answers. Is where you keep able to help the most help the most people. Right. You can just compromise and meet somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And that's and I wish that it wasn't that way. You have to be a hard line left or hard line right because the answer is usually in the middle. Like that's probably where the most people can be satisfied. Is right there. So you're saying you can satisfy? I fucking hate you. 
by working in the middle. I hate you. Just go for the record that I hate you. I'm just trying to, yeah. But um, yeah, like a lot of a lot of a lot of crazy things happened. Cause for one, the one thing happened is um, I have a in my district I have a new uh, representative. Who's your Who's your new representative? Lizzie Fletcher. Oh, yeah. shout, out to, shout out to Lizzie. Lizzie Fletcher is my new representative. And the thing, the reason why that's so crazy to me is because John Culperson, the guy in there, has been there for 31 years. And I first learned his name because he was my homework in the sixth grade. Wow. Yeah, they were like, who's your representative? I, like, I don't know. I looked up, I was like, it was John Culperson. Mm. And he, he just lost his seat. And I'm 35 years old. That's like, crazy. He's been there since, I was, he's been there, he's been there since 1987. Yeah. So he's been there for 31 years. Seen a lot of changes. A lot of changes. And he's been there the entire time. So I'm just saying that. Now he's out. He's out. And that's the thing. So people, and everyone's just kind of harping, oh man, bit of loss. And people are like, this is why I don't vote. I'm like, look, a lot of stuff has happened. Like yeah. this is a lot of things that happened in this re- in the election. And you, can harp, you can't just harp on that one thing. So right. They can see that your vote doesn't matter. Your vote definitely matters, especially when it comes down to, I think it was something around 100,000 people. It was a difference between Ted Cruz and Beto. It's crazy. In Texas. In Texas. In there's, Texas. there's more people that live in downtown Houston. Yeah. That's in Texas. Alone. Texas, like, there's no, this notoriously red state, as yeah. supposedly even believed. That, and... What is he, Beto? Is he Spanish or is he Irish? Like, what is you? He's both. Oh. He's Spanish and Irish. You can be two things now? I mean, yeah. Like, if one, if one parent's one thing and one's other, then you have to be both, right? You can't just say, I'm this. Is that how it works? I think so. Oh. Like that's how that's like that's what I've been taught to, to believe. You know what's gonna suck is that somebody's gonna listen to this episode first for the very first time and think that I'm as much of a dumbass as I sound, and they don't know how <laughs> sarcasm works with me yet. Um, so okay, we got through the election. We're still here. The sun came up the next day. The earth did not shatter. I but mean, there was a lot that I don't. I don't see. I don't see. It as a negative thing. Well, that wasn't a negative thing, but there was some negatives that came out of the election. What's that? Well, not so much the election, but the next day. What's that? Well, there was that wild ass press conference with oh. Trump and Jim Acosta. Oh yeah. Does Jim Acosta have to put hands on Trump at some point? I like, mean, does he have to snuff him? Uh, Do they got to just fight? I think they got to fight. No, because the thing is, is that if you want to say that Jim Acosta has to fight Trump, then he has to get in line. <laughs> like, because he's talked to a lot of people mad crazy. So, and that's even before he's even president. So, I mean, yes, he, he has to. He has to take a number and get way in the back of the line. Who's first in line? <sighs> Arnold? Nah. I said, I said, it's fourth presidency. By the way, like I'm sure the people in Scotland that are mad, that are. People in Scotland are just pissed at him. Stone Cold Steve Austin? Maybe. I would like to see a fight between Vince McMahon and Donald Trump. Do you? I think Vince would mop the floor with Trump. Actually, I know Vince would mop the floor with Trump. Have you, seen, have you seen Vince? Oh, no, I've seen Vince. Shredded yeah. like newspaper. Definitely. But I'm just like, would they fight? Do they have beef? No, they don't have beef. They're actually yeah, really tight I think friends. They're buddies. But I think, if, I think if the check was right, I think if the bag was right, Vince would be like, you know, I put that on WrestleMania. I don't want to see that. I'm good. I don't want to say that shit. Like, they're they're cool. Like, I don't. So, who's first in line to to throw hands with Trump? I mean, 
goddamn. Like it's there's like, a lot of people. You gotta go way back into. I'm saying this is before. Like, he's been screwing people over his entire Central Park Five. Probably yeah. Like, even we might have to go further than that even. Because they definitely have they're de- they're not at the back they're definitely towards the front oh they're way up the front right so like you talking about Jim Acosta like you see you went back to Central Park Five <laughs> yeah that's, that, that, that's how long his line is yeah so, if y'all don't know about the Central Park Five um, you can Wikipedia it there was a documentary I think it was on HBO mm-hmm. maybe Netflix and I think Ava DuVernay is making a movie about it yeah right now so this story is going to be out again. And we're going to see this um, sort of come come back to the, the surface. I mean, j- like Jim Jimacasa probably should have just like, I mean, you just got to pick your battles. Yeah, you don't do yourself any favors you by battles, by though. doing this. Um, like, you, you look kind of wild. You know, you know you won't go nowhere. He's trying. Come on, man. Like he won't go answer that question. Just yeah. let it go, dog. Um, and then that morning, or I guess that evening, there was a. Uh, Another shooting in Thousand Oaks, California. Yeah. At a bar during college night. Mm. Twelve people. Yeah. Including the uh the shooter. Yeah. What do we do? How um, do we fix it? You can't Edstradamus, tell us. No, I'm gonna tell you how to fix it. This is your new norm. This is your new norm. Like you can't because everyone's been saying that they want to fix it or trying to fix it. Are they, everyone has a solution. It's gun control. It's mental health. It's this. It's that. But the thing is that it's a hydra of things that why these things happen. Because um, the thing that got me the most about this shooting was how numb I was when I heard about it. Like that was most that was the most horrifying thing to me. I was like, I saw it and I was like, oh. You know what was wild for me is that there was someone at that bar that was in Las Vegas during the uh, that shooting. Damn, for real. Yes. That's crazy. This is how this is how common it's becoming is that That's we're having victims overlap into other shootings. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yes. That is crazy. Cause I was thick and that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking I was thinking that it was already normal. I didn't even know that. Like it might get to the point where thirty years from now, you know how you have <clears throat> you have conversations like where were you during such and such? It's gonna be like, yo, how many shootings you been in? How many shootings have you been a part of? I actually have a friend that um, there was a shooting in Houston where this guy was um, on the side of the road, and I think he like he shot at some people and the guy. And a friend of mine got hit, like he was caught in that shooting. I forgot where it was, but it was like, this guy shooting on the side of the road, and like a memorial area. It was probably about a year or two ago. Excuse me, you said the memorial area? Yeah, something like that. Like uh, the uppity. I believe so. Affluent I, area. I, I could be. I could be wrong, but it was it was in Houston. It was on the side of the road. It might have been a memorial. Like I could be wrong with the location, but mm-hmm. there was definitely a shooting. And I had a friend of mine that I went to school with. I've, I've known since like middle school. Um, married now, two kids, got shot. And he make it? Yeah, he made it. Okay. He 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 lived, but it was just like that. And like I saw, I remember seeing on the news. I like, oh, then that's crazy. And then I went on Facebook and I saw like just people like saying, oh, "I hope you're okay. I hope you're okay. This, this, and that." And that's like finally got he got shot. And yeah, I'm glad he. I'm like, I'm glad he made it out. I'm glad he lived. But I'm saying like, this is our new norm. Yeah. And I just don't. I don't want to buy into. I'm past the point where I want to buy into the fact that like someone has a a solution for it because I don't think that anyone does. I think that um people get on TV and they want to give these um solutions, but I don't think anyone has a solution. 
because they because remember how, remember what happened remember what happened when Columbine happened mm-hmm. you remember how you felt when that happened you thought how crazy that was right now this is happening all the time and you don't feel anything right and it's and, but but after a while someone's gonna come and blame this or point the finger at that and say this is why this is happening this is why it's happening we could fix it with this we could fix it with that people just attach agendas to it now that's what it becomes more more of than actually you know trying to solve anything mm-hmm. and that's kind of the sickening part of it to me um, is that this is our new norm. This is what it's going to be like. Like you have, like there are Kevlar backpacks now. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like there, that, that's where, that's where we are. And people, and instead of, instead of anyone trying to fix anything, because like I said, this is a multifaceted problem. It's, it's, um, it can be with gun control. It could be with mental health. It could be with just our glorification of gun violence. Mm-hmm. In our entertainment mediums, mm-hmm. it could be all the like, like, like I play video games with gun, like you play Call of Duty or whatever, and you you can't be naive enough to say that it doesn't contribute. I can't say it's a cause, but you can't say it doesn't contribute on some level. Yeah, you know, so it's all these things that are involved in it, and I'm just tired of everyone saying there's a simple solution to it because there isn't, and I don't think that anyone can fix it. Again, the answer is probably somewhere in the middle. Right. It's not a ban on guns. It's not a ban on guns. It's not, let's add more guns. Right. It's probably somewhere in between all of that. Exactly. Like, we don't need to arm the teachers. Like, that's a silly idea. Like, think about how silly that is. Like, you don't pay them enough to be teachers. And now you want them to be SWAT patrol? Because it's almost as like, it's almost as if you have a domestic violence issue and you say, well, like you have men beating on women and you say like, oh, well, the women should just learn how to fight. Well, now you have women, people, you have couples beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. It is a, like, it's not, yeah, they can defend themselves, but you just have people getting beat the fuck up. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know how you solve some more guns like that. It's just a ridiculous it's conclusion so to silly. get to. It's just beyond silly. So It's the most brain dead solution that you could think of. It's just like, what's the first brain fart that pops in my head? Oh, let's just give everybody a gun. That doesn't solve anything. And at the man. same, at the same time, it's like you gun, like you want to limit guns for everyone. I know people that can get guns. Period. Like right. you, can, you can get guns anywhere if you want to. It's nothing. So even to say like, oh, well, the the answer is gun control. Like it's not because anyone can get a gun whenever you want to get a gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you can make it a little bit harder. Yeah, I mean, to, but you can't take everyone's gun away of course not but but i just hate that everyone has their agenda to it and they have that one has it like they have the answer but meanwhile while all you have the answer these shootings happen all the time and we give our thoughts and prayers and then we'll be doing the shit again next month right so like that's the that's where i'm at now like there is like you want me to try to have a way to stop it there isn't one no there isn't and there probably won't be because there's too many people involved and there's too much money involved and nobody wants to upset anybody. So what do you do? You just kind of let things. You think they're okay now. Apparently. You got you to let the baby cry itself out. You got to let the fire just burn itself out. It's not, but it's not going to burn itself out. It ain't out. never it going nowhere. Worse. It just gets more gas poured on it. Okay. So, um... Off of that heavy topic, let's do some laughing. How about that? Let's do some jokes. Let's crack these jokes. Nigga fishing. Have you heard about this? No. 
I like the things that you sent me that I still don't know. You sent me that link. I don't know what the fuck it is still. I feel like we talk about the same shit every week, but Vince Staples told me to look this up on Twitter and I listen to what Vince says because I fuck with Vince. Um, so these are Caucasian people mm-hmm. who pretend to be black on social media right. and not in the sense of they're going to create a fake profile with a fake profile picture and just write things that they believe black people say no they go as far as to darken their skin with makeup or tans they curl their hair making sure it's nice and nappy um they give themselves big bountiful lips and they uh they 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 fake the funk they go out there and they 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 flex as their uh you know african-americans now a lot of, a lot of these girls and it's mostly girls i think it's all all girls what is the purpose? are from europe like there's a couple the of uh, swedish girls um there's a couple of americans too but they're all very pretty girls what is the purpose they were posting photos of themselves you know just normally and they're all very pretty and i think that they could all be very uh talented and successful instagram models if they wanted to if they chose to be but instead, they're going after a certain demographic. What, Ed! Wait, what demographic? Wait, 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 wait. Let me set it up. Edward! State your take. What are you trying to get with this? Uh-huh. No, I'm not. Uh, what is demographic? I need to see these, these pictures. I'm going to have to pull it up right now. Because I, I don't understand how this makes you more appealing to anyone. It doesn't. So... I think if anything, you're making yourself less appealing to everyone. So what is? Well, here's one. She looks kind of like she she uh, she's Nicki Minaj fishing. Okay, so that's her. Oh my god! But look oh. at her face. Oh my god! Like how does that not like she looks like Nicki? Like she's contoured the fuck out of herself. But what's the point? What well, the point is to to get the likes, man. Likes, to get who, the retweets. Who's to get liking the, that? To get the follows. Who's liking that? Um, let's see. Who's liking that? 1,576 people. So do you blame her, us then? Do you blame her or the people liking it? Like, Um, I don't understand. I blame the people liking it. Yeah, so because I don't know. Oh, God. I don't even know where to begin with that. Um, That's just a fucking mess. It's very alarming. Why would you? Like, these girls are all trying to look like Cassie. Why? And um, what's her name? Zendaya. Why? I just told you why. For the likes. I mean, can they like your regular picture? I mean, because I feel like thoughty pictures on the internet are a dime a dozen, and they all get likes. Anyway, and they're not even that thoughty; they're just more like glamour shots. Like, well, what I'm saying though, like you can have a thoughty picture, just a regular thoughty picture, like anyone does in any any moment, any time. If you have enough followers, you'll get enough likes. Period. You don't have to do anything, bro. You got to look at this one. You got to look I at this have one. To? Yes, you got really to look at look at this one, and then swipe. That's her before. That's the after. Oh, she's wearing padding. No, I don't know if she's that's wearing padding. padding bro. Look or at those jeans. Those are that's padding. That's definitely padding. It is a really smooth. You're right. That's weird. You know what's really funny about this is that girls will do this and they'll like still be single. Oh, they'll still be single. Yeah, as they should be with someone doing all that shit. <laughs> Can you imagine? I can't. Remember. I don't understand why they're single. What do you mean they're deranged? Why would they be with anyone? Look at this one. Now swipe, swipe this one. I don't know. I don't know. If this is a. This is, this, audio, uh, this is the audio. This is audio format. Get that shit. And you guys can't see what we're seeing right now. But if you just go on Twitter 
and you just do a search for nigga fishing. And I, I know that may make some of you uncomfortable to type. Yeah, it's comfortable here. But, but you can uh, just just use your imagination. It's yo, you can't even imagine this though. You can't imagine this because I because when you when you told me. You showed me the link. I said it. What you're talking about? I didn't understand what you were saying. Well, the thread is gone. The one that I sent you is yeah, gone. Yeah, because I I was like, what is this? I don't know. I have to I have to you get here to I can see it because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But then I saw. I was like, now you show me. I'm just like, what the fuck is that? I still don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay, here's a question though. Okay. And again, I know we just talked about this on the last episode, but how much cred are you giving the Kardashians for this new trend? Date. Trend for what? Like, what do they deserve credit for? For popularizing the um, curvaceous woman. They didn't do that. They just kind of stole it. They didn't do that for it was appropriation. They didn't do that for it was appropriation. us. They didn't do that for for you and you and I. But for a larger audience, for a larger mainstream audience, for a larger mainstream commercially viable audience. I don't agree. I think that they just that they just made it, they they didn't they didn't probably they just made it okay to like it because you all because they all they've always liked it everyone's always liked that yeah so they just made it okay you like, can't you it, can't look at a picture of that, uh, that, Pam that, Greer and be like ah yeah that, that's what I'm saying like no you always, see Pam Greer you're like whoa they've always liked it it's kind of like saying that how Hannah like um, Miley Cyrus made twerking popular. It's like, don't act like juvenile can, and take off 99 and 2000 and talk about like, oh, it was off. It was all, it was all Hannah Montana. No, <laughs> you can't do that. Like, that shit predates you. There are people, I know people that were twerking since they were five years old and they're grown women now. Like, what are you talking about? So that's what I'm saying. Like, it was, it, they shouldn't make, they didn't make it. They just made it okay to like it. Like, you've always, they, people's always liked it. You're correct. I agree. Jennifer Lopez, remember her? Right. Remember her from way back when she was a fly girl? Yeah. She stood out, right? For a particular reason. You've always, you've people like they didn't. They've people have always liked it. They've mm-hmm. always liked it. I think they made it more okay. They probably made it more mainstream, but you've always liked it. Everyone's always liked it. So don't, like hips, hips are a new thing. Yeah, having ass is not a new thing. Being flexible is not a new thing. Yeah, Jessica Rabbit, people like that. Facts. So Big I'm facts. So I'm saying, yo, like, shout out to Jessica Rabbit, man. <laughs> shout out to Jessica Rabbit. But yeah, like people always like this stuff. So I'm not going to say that I'm, I can't give them credit for that. I give them credit for pubbing themselves. I don't know how they did that. Well, because that was that was definitely some Houdini shit because they're very boring people for the most part to me. They're very boring. But because you watch the show, you would know. I don't. I don't watch it. I've seen you it. Couple, do. Not you do. No, I don't watch it because actually, you watch it. I don't watch it. Say that you watch it. I don't watch it. Admit that you watch it. I don't watch it. I will say that I watch episodes of it. I don't get the I don't get the appeal of it. Because the thing is, like, when we talked about reality TV before, I can get the appeal. I get that there's drama there. There's, like, drinks being thrown. It's all crazy shit. I, I get the appeal of it. <laughs> but they're just boring people. They're really, like, they just do regular-ass shit. I don't get it. Like, I don't get, but they, but like I said, but like you said, hell of a finesse. I can't crazy knock finesse. it. I can't knock it because y'all are, because y'all are balling out of control over just being regular-ass people. Fine. That's cool. I mean, I'm not gonna knock you for. I'm not gonna knock your hustle. Yeah, I just say I don't get it. For the record, I just want to make something very clear. If you're curvaceous, you have a beautiful body. Right. If you're rail thin, you got a beautiful body. People, people have always liked that. The people have always liked that. Though. If it don't matter what you got, yeah, someone's gonna like that shit. 
someone's gonna like that shit absolutely so stick with what you got yeah all right um so okay i got a beef with you Me? because after last week we lost our sponsor taco bell said they called me and they said come get your shit leave your key under the mat we're keeping the playstation i'm not sad and we're we lost our sponsor <laughs> i will never forget that you understand me it will never not hurt they kept the playstation they but kept the PlayStation. Here's some good news, I'm though. Gonna, they kept the PlayStation. They kept their PlayStation. They kept the, they kept the fucking Spider-Man Special Edition PlayStation. They kept the PlayStation. I can't believe you mentioned they kept the PlayStation. I'll mention it every day. I'll make God. sure the whole world knows. Hey, hey, hey. I, I, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to put you out. Hey, I'm not going to put out that they kept the PlayStation. But if you want to put it out there, hey, it's your business. We were at the, I was at the gym, and Taco Bell texted me, and they said, hey, come get your shit. Um, but anyway, here's some good news. You want to know the good news? The good news is we got a new sponsor. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll be better about this. One. I'm not going to flame them this time. Okay. I'm not going to flame them this time. Like, I'll let them do that. Let Let's do hope thing. not, man, because they dropped off a huge bag full of products and money. And I plan on using them tonight. Okay? Right. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the Taco Bell thing. I'm sorry, about your, I'm sorry about your PlayStation, for the record. It's okay. All right. But, well, here's, it was, but it was never yours, but that's okay. Thanks. Here's the ad for our new sponsor. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas. You might know me as a big hurt, and this podcast is not brought to you by Nugenics. The all-natural hormone enhancer only found at GNC and probably Amazon. Our product is powered by Testofen, a product that no one really is sure how it works, but it's been important to cause diarrhea, bloating, and make urine smell like maple syrup. Since taking Eugenics, I'm feeling leaner, stronger, and my bathroom smells like pancakes. So if you want to try it, just send a text. I don't know where to send it, but just send one. And trust me, she'll like it too. Because I assume she likes pancakes. Ed, what the hell, man? We're never going to get another sponsor after that. Uh, what do you mean? <sighs> I mean, we got, you got Eugenics now. <sighs> and everything smells kind of mapley in here. So, great yeah great i guess we're some certified canadians now we're just like pancakes okay um why do we hate the golden state warriors i don't know ed i don't your take i don't know why i hate the golden state warriors because people just i know why i don't hate the golden state warriors i know why houstonians do and that i respect because we lost them in, in seven games and if you're kind of salty about that i get that but i think that people hate them beyond that though I don't get why, because I think the reason why I think bring this up because they talked about DeMarcus Cousins about about getting him. And I think they asked Steve Kerr about it and they said, we can't afford him next year. He's pretty much a rental. They said, we can't afford him next year. We're trying to get him to a good team next year. And people were really pissed about that. Why were they mad? I don't know. Because why did they say they were mad? They said they were mad because I think they said that, you know, they just they're just buying titles and just ruining the game or whatever. But I feel they're doing right by a player who's been having a shit, who's been at shit teams his entire career. Yeah, he got stuck in Sacramento, and then he got shipped off to New Orleans. He was a triple double machine there, and just did, and just lost. Yeah, he never had a chance to be on a good team. Never. And and the thing is, like everyone called him a malcontent, but you know when they said he wasn't one, when he was playing for the, U- the team USA, 
You know why? Because they won there. Yeah. <laughs> they won a lot. So I think it's really odd that he's just, that he's the malcontent and losing teams because he should be happy when he's losing, right? Right. What's happening when you're losing all the time? That's just the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, you love when you get underpaid on your paycheck. Yeah, you love when you just have to take L's all the time, even though they, even though you're balling at the top of your level. You're one of the best in the game. You're just losing, just taking L's left and right. Can you imagine busting your ass every day, and then your boss just comes in and be like, "Hey, we're going to take twenty percent out of your paycheck." What? Why? Uh, I don't know. No, the, 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 like, no, like, the, the company's... That's just life. The company's doing well, even though you're our top producer. But your company's doing well, so we're going to take money out of your check. Yeah. And you should be happy about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. But well, can I go to another company? Can I go, can I go somewhere else? No. Um, you can, but in a couple of years. Yeah, a couple of years. You can't go. You're stuck here. Yeah. Unless no. we decide to just trade you, but we're going to trade you for somebody who has equal or lesser value. Yep. So, then we, so, so... People and people got really mad about that, and I don't. And I just make and people hate Golden State for all these reasons. I don't get why people call them a super team. I'm like, how are you a super team when you built through the draft? Like most of your players that came through the draft, you drafted Steph Curry, you drafted Clay Thompson, you drafted Draymond, Draymond Green. Um, you got one player in free agent that everyone's trying to get during free agency. He just came to you. Mm-hmm. Everyone tried to get Kevin Durant in mm-hmm. free agency. So I don't understand why people meant that he went there. On top of that, he went there because they have a culture there that players like to be in. Mm-hmm. I've never heard a single Golden State player complain about Steve Kerr, the GM, or no, ownership. None of them. Ever. And not only, on top of that, you get the, the best versions of each player that you've seen is at Golden State. What's the best version of Maurice Pate you've seen? Golden State. What's the best version of JaVale McGee you've seen? Golden State. What's the best version of Nick Young you've seen? Golden State. Well... I think the best best version of Nick Young I've seen is the Nick Young on Twitter that okay. keeps trying to reach out to his ex. All right, that you got me there. That is my favorite version. But basketball wise, it's Golden State. Okay. So that's and I just think that people hate this franchise, and they're doing all things the right way for the most part. Like I can send because the thing is that franchises that are most hated are, you know, the Patriots because people hate them because they cheat and they win. <laughs> People hate the Yankees because they spend a lot of money and stuff, but they win at the same time too. But they also spend a lot. That's a lot of money at things, and people hate that about them. Um, people hate the broke boys, hmm? broke bitches. That's who's mad at the Yankees. I mean, teams with teams who who ain't got no got no guap, ain't got no bankroll. Yeah, that's um, why y'all mad. But the, the thing is, is that all these teams that are that are universally hated for the most part, there's a thing that you can say that why they're hated. Um, you could, there's a thing that may be kind of like shady that they do. I don't see what Golden State does. That's that people just hate them. I think you just hate them because they win. They they win. They're good, and they know how good they are. Like you ever seen them warming up? Like, you ever seen Steph Curry warming up? It's a joke. Like he's doing like all kinds of like trick shots. They look like the Harlem Globetrotters out there. But that's worth they're not though. taking a game seriously, and that's why people no, hate them. They don't play the game the right way, Ed. That's work. To be able to be able to warm up that way, that's work. Yeah, that takes skill. That takes skill. You can't just, you can't wake just up, do that. You can't just wake up and do that shit. You can't just wake up and then like come down and hit a buzzer, hit a buzzer beater from like feet beyond the three point line. You can't just wake up and do that. Yeah, you that's can't like, bounce a ball from half court at like and bounce it off of the free throw line and then expect for it to just go in. Right. Like that's like carnival game shot. Yeah, like that. How much work goes into that? So people see it as, as them being arrogant. I'm like, they put work into that. You don't just wake up and do that. It's almost like when people call Floyd Mayweather arrogant. I'm like, he won every fight by landslides. He may be a terrible person outside the ring, but in the ring, he's a professional. 
And he won every fight by landslide. Like, none of the fights were even close. So it's like, you can call him arrogant, but no one's ever stopped him. And no one's even come close to stopping him. Golden State is the team that you wish your team was. Probably. Not probably. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Which one of their players have ever been in trouble for anything? I mean, Jamal Gaines is in his dick out one time. He's, oh, yeah. I did. He did that. I did forget about that. I mean, that. that's like the worst thing that happened. Yeah, that was during the Olympics, yeah, right? Yeah, the worst thing that happened. That's probably the worst thing that happened I'm going to say. Is Wasn't that, that during the Olympics? Yeah, the Draymond Green stamped his dick. That's about the worst that it's gotten. So I've heard So I've heard that some things about the Olympics is that basically all the athletes fuck everybody. It's just basically just like whenever you're not competing, it's just one giant orgy. So if you're not shooting your shot at the Olympics with some of the most beautiful people on I mean, the planet, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. I mean, but I'm saying I, I was just, just for just for facts I understand what happened like that's the worst he's gotten is Draymond Green's dick yeah oh and then he kicks people in the nuts a lot yeah but that's like I'm talking about like scandalous shit scandalous? I'm talking like getting oh, caught no. getting caught off of you know Hollywood Boulevard I with, mean you know look, a kilo St- Steph Curry people hate Steph Curry because he shimmies I'm like this dude this dude has like all he's gonna do in the summer is gonna play golf probably have another adorable child <laughs> be with his wife who's cooking and shit like he and be with his oh have you been to our new restaurant down here no, but we flamed it, apparently. I haven't been there, though. They, I want to go. People are flaming it, though. I was like, yeah, that ain't right. Yeah, I messed with their money now. Didn't even open yet, and they were flaming it. They were flaming it just because they were It was salty. right after the playoffs. I'm like, well, we, uh, my thing is, like, I understand. I was mad that we lost, too, but what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to let us win? Like, they had to play us. Like, we're they're the best teams in the Western Conference. By the way, if you're one of those people that goes on Yelp and just leaves bad reviews. For the sake of even bad reviews. Fuck you. Jesus. Fuck you for life. Come on. Like, I mean, you could have got a good, a good meal there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a great restaurant. You don't just open up a barbecue spot in Houston, Texas, and not have it be legit. Not, well, that's what I'm saying. I haven't been there, but you better be about your shit. Like, There's you, too you, many other options. No, it better be legit barbecue. I haven't been there, though. I didn't know it was barbecue, but now it's barbecue. Now I'm like, okay. I'm pretty sure it's barbecue. You better. You and you, you in Houston. It better. It's probably not barbecue. You I might be, just nah, make that up. You in Houston, though. Like, you need to, she better be about it, though. Because like, I feel like if you want to hate franchises, I feel the other franchise you should hate. Like, hate the New York Knicks. I agree. Yeah, because they just brought out garbage every year and they sell their arenas. They just roll, they just give you garbage. They don't care. They don't care. Dolan doesn't care about you. The thing is, the thing is, like, and the, and the New York fan base is so loyal. They're so loyal. Mm-hmm. You deserve. We're not really that loyal to the Knicks. You are because y'all are the only arena that still has its original name, the Madison Square Garden. Like, how many arenas? Like, there's like T- TD Ameritrade Arena or whatever. Like every. Yeah, you're right. They're all loyal to Madison Square. Like that's y'all shit. That is that New York shit. The Madison Square Garden, so and and, and people there loyal to the Knicks, but because and, and I know because they still sell out games all the time, and, you're, and the team is garbage, trash. They're, they're every year they're just trash, but no one hates them. Why? They're just taking money and giving you nothing. It's garbage. New Yorkers hate the Knicks, but they hate the Knicks in the same way that like you hate your landlord. <laughs> like they take money from you every month, but. You know, they also give you something in return, which is someplace to live. Not that you would live at Man MSG, but at least they give you something to watch. Yeah, but it's trash though. Like you just, it's just garbage. I, I tell fans they should boycott. If you're a Knicks fan, you should just boycott. Well, why doesn't Houston? Why didn't Houston boycott the Astros when they were terrible for like that decade? Well, because the thing is, like, there was a design there. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least it's kind of like with the Sixers and and the and Sam Hinkie. People didn't boycott. There was a design there. Like they, they said, this is our plan. We're rebuilding. Which, which is another reason. You should also hate the Browns. Because how long have they been rebuilding? <laughs> how long have they been re- rebuilding? This is the best year they've had in like ever. Right? How, how good is it? 
I don't know. I, I don't watch NFL. I don't. I've watched it in a while either. But I'm just, I've watched it this whole season. But I'm just saying, like they've been rebuilding for a minute. Like their best. I remember their best quarterbacks, like Brady Kosar, um, like on record, is probably Brady Kosar, and he's he was there in like the '80s. Yeah. So it's just like if you want to hate, if you want to hate, there's plenty of teams to hate. Golden State is not one of them. No, hate teams that deserve your hatred. Hate teams like that are just dumpster fires that get money and just do nothing with it or just make horrible decisions that you probably can make better on NBA 2K or or Madden or whatever. It's just like you hate them. Yeah. Don't hate teams that are, don't hate teams because they win. And don't hate players either. That's right. just stupid. Yeah. These people are just out there just trying to make money. They're doing their job. They're doing their job. They're doing the best they fucking can. And you out here just being like, he's trash, he's garbage. Nah. You're just jealous that you can't do I can't call what people they trash because I can't do what they do. Exactly. I can never call like LeBron James is trash. It's like, yeah, I could. James Harden is trash. It's like, I can't do what James Harden does. Not even on my best day. No. So. I can't Euro step. I can't even grow a beard that thick. I can Euro step, but it's not, th- it's, it's not that clean. It's nowhere near that clean. Doesn't this all just kind of encapsulate. Excuse me. And this is my transition to the next topic. Watch this happen. You ready? Ready. Doesn't this all just kind of surround the idea of the customer is always right because we are the customer right so aren't we allowed to just complain about whatever we want no you're not speak on a king because i speak on this because um this is why working retail sucks wherever you work retail it sucks because um customers think they're right and they forget there that everyone's actually a fallible human being and can do the wrong shit sometimes because mm-hmm. how can you always be right if you're human you could definitely be wrong. And sometimes when you're wrong, you could just be wrong and not go somewhere and just scream at the top of your lungs and try to get your way. Is this, are we blending two topics? Are we, are you going into Estradamus right now? No, 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 no. No, that's later. Because okay. th- th- this goes in that, but that's later. Okay. But I'm saying, because people do this. People will like go. It's kind of like when people get something that they don't like or the, that they, if they like, or you can, you, you know, you can relate to this. It's like if you're, if you're a bartender. And someone asks you for a drink. They want this drink. And you tell them what's in it. They buy it. They don't like it. And they send it back. They say they want to pay for it. You pick the fucking drink. <laughs> that, should be a learn- that should be a lesson to learn to you. You shouldn't have to just send it back and say like, oh, well, I'm right. And I don't want this. You, you should just learn. You don't like- now you know you don't like the drink. Yeah. Lesson learned. Yeah. You just keep it pushing. You could totally just send it back and ask for something else. Exactly. But don't make a scene. Right. Out of saying, oh, I'm not paying for this. Yeah, I don't expect you to pay for something you didn't consume. But also, if you did drink it, right, you got to pay for it. Just, and people do that everywhere. It's like, they'll, like, I've, I've literally been at Kroger and they'll, I'll see people bring back like products that they bought and they just didn't like it. And it's like, well, I don't like it now. It's like, well, you bought it. Yeah. Like, you went there, you made a decision to buy it. So you shouldn't be able just to go somewhere and scream on top of your lungs and get your way. And I feel like people do that a lot now. Did you ever see that video of the lady at the Apple store? No. She's like screaming at the top of her lungs. She's like, I thought that I could come into the store and get some headphones. I didn't see that. Or something like that. But I believe it happened. I, I oh my God. Like it's it. one of my favorite videos. I, probably I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's something like it somewhere because people do it everywhere I go. Unacceptable conditions. Right. Unacceptable. Oh yeah, I have seen that. I have seen that. <laughs> I have seen that now. <laughs> I, I, I did see that. I did see that. But people do that, though. And they do that everywhere. It's one thing to complain. 
if there's something that needs to be drawn attention to. Right. Like if you go into a restaurant and the bathroom is fucked up. Right. You should you should mention something. Yeah, you should. Because that would affect probably everybody in a restaurant. Yeah, it's gross. But if you go to a restaurant and you see how busy it is and your food takes maybe a little bit longer than it probably should. Right. You need to relax. Because there are a lot of people here. There's a lot of people here. Not, not a lot of staff here. And possibly they're understaffed. Right. And possibly uh, Santos in the kitchen is not in a good mood. His wife probably left him. And he's, and he's sweating. He's sweating and he's not performing at peak performance levels. And you're sitting there just waiting for food. Yeah. So just fucking chill. Right. You're right. relaxed. You got chips and salsa in front of you. Chill. You got some bread and butter. Chill. Just chill. You're all right. Just order another drink and it'll be fine. Just chill. Like, I understand that if you, if you wait, and I'm never saying, there's sometimes people wait too long. They may just forget about you, which happens also. Yes. And in that, in that case, you can get mad, maybe. But even still, don't make a scene. Right. Because you look crazy. You look crazy. You set a bad precedent. You put everybody in a bad mood. Yeah. And even if you're right, you still look crazy. Yeah. So if you're going to complain, be cordial about it. Right. Be like, hey, listen, I know I know it's busy, but I just wanted to make sure that, you know, the food was possibly still on time. Exactly. That's it. Just don't. Use your inside voice. Don't give them that smoke. They don't give them that. no smoke. Yeah, things like you don't, and that, you don't know where the other person's been. You don't know what the, what the day is like. I feel like people mm-hmm. just forget that people are dealing with their humans. And they have they have their own shit going on. Yep. And like you may catch hands over waiting for your waiting for a food. Like you may go you may come to the wrong one. Yeah. And you may catch hands. And listen, the two piece combo at Shea Aaron is always free. <laughs> it's always free. It's a special daily, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year. Even open on Christmas, these hands work. And they are free. So I'm saying, it's, I, just, I just see that a lot of places. And everywhere can't be Chick-fil-A. Oh, uh, my God. I went to Chick-fil-A the other day, dude. I, like, I could not have had a better experience. Well, they're great. They're they great. are the gold standard in, in service. But here's the thing about Chick-fil-A, though. If, even if they didn't do that, I'd still go there because their food's fire. Food is so good. Because I'm not going. To- Did you know that you could just get the filet? You like you don't have to get the sandwich. I know that. You I could never, just get the chicken. I, I never, I never, I never thought to even think about that. I oh, dude, you can, you can, and there's, it's like four bucks, maybe just, three bucks. I just, I never even thought about that. I just want to get, I just want to get. Give me the spicy chicken. Oh, the spicy chicken, chicken, good. I want that. Spicy I don't, chicken, I don't good. think about getting filet. I don't ever even thought about dissecting my order. I'm like, just give me this. As What's you your order? What, what do you get when you go to Chick Fil A? Um. Spicy chicken combo? Yeah. Second sandwich combo? Yeah. Yeah, but... You get the pickles? Yeah. Yeah. But... Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Like, I, I, just, I just give it... Give, bring it as it comes. Yeah. You, you, you do no wrong here. How do you think they... Because they give you those little, like, color cones mm-hmm. to sit, like, when you go into the restaurant and you sit down. Like, how do you think that they know, where like, who you are? They just walk around and find you, I think. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I just walk around like that guy looks like he just. Yeah, I just talk to that guy. He looks hungry. He and I just talk to that guy. Like I think they just they just talk. To, I, I just talk to you. Yeah, I just compliment your shirt. So I'm gonna go. That's that guy. That's the guy with a nice shirt. <laughs> Everything is good at Chick Fil A. Even the cookies. You ever had the cookies there? Right. 
Have you had them? I have. I had everything. Oh one. my god, they're so fun and they're warm. I remember I got a cookie one time. Are they our sponsor? Because we should be selling them. <laughs> they might be. Maybe next week if we talk well enough about them, they'll they'll drop a bag off. Maybe. Um, but they're not open on Sunday, so they wouldn't know. They're not listening right now. <laughs> um, but I got a cookie one time. And I, I put it in the passenger seat. It was in a bag. And I reached in to the cookie. I didn't know it was going to be warm. And I, I, I reached in and it was warm. And I was like, holy shit. You had a moment. I had a fucking moment. I reached my hand back out and like the chocolate was like, you know, melted on my fingers. I just, I just, I did that. And it was so, it, I, like, it's one of those moments in my life. I don't remember my driver's license number, but I remember that. Damn. Frame by frame. I don't know. I don't know if that says that's. I don't know if this is about the cookie or that you should know your driver's number. It was a weird time in my life. <laughs> um, but oh, I yeah, say, I say that to say that um, never wear Chick Fil A. And um, when you go somewhere, you go there for a service. You go there for that one thing. You should get that one thing. Um, people don't have to be a friend. They don't have to be nice. To you. They don't like. They don't have to be. They. they just, my standards are just don't be a dick. Because I go there, I don't go there to make friends with you. I go there for this one thing. Like, if I go to Burger King, I want a burger. I just go there for the burger. You cannot talk to me. That's fine. I don't care. I don't need you to be happy because I know you're working at Burger King. I, I, I expect these things. Like, if I was at Burger King, I wouldn't be happy there either. That is okay. I think people want a lot for a little. It's like people were like, well, I went to McDonald's and they were in the smile. Like, you paid a dollar for this meal. How much do you really <laughs> fucking want from McDonald's employees? Like, you want them to really just be like, it's a great day here at McDonald's. It's not a great day at McDonald's because you're at McDonald's. Yeah. It's not a great day there. That's a, tagline. That. That's a tagline for clerks. It's just because they serve you doesn't mean that they like you. Exactly. Is I mean, that. so I don't, so people have this mentality when they go out in any kind of retail position that people just deserve to give you so much. And it's like, all you go there for, you're paying, you're paying for one service when you go there. And that's all you're really entitled to, I believe. Anything else is just fluffer. So if they get so when you go to Chick Fil A and they give you all that, that's fluffer. And I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying it's not necessary. And if they give it to you, that's great. But it's fluffer. That's not what you're there for. It's not like if they bring, if they take that away from you, then you should be like Chick Fil A sucks. It's like no, their food's still amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't like tell you. They didn't. They just say God bless you when you left this time. <laughs> like I don't. So whenever I go places and I, when the way people act, it's like you should. They, they, it's like they want people's heads right up their ass, mm. and that bugs me because it was like you didn't go there for that. You went there for a shirt. Just go buy a shirt. Yep. Is a the shirt there? Yep. Did you buy the shirt? Is it what the shirt would have cost? Did it fit? That's it. Can't be mad when the customer service rep doesn't work the middle for you. God damn it! You went back here again. I, was, I stayed right here. I've been here the whole time. Oh, fuck. Hey, speaking of work in the middle, we didn't speak of that, but what would you say if there were a purge, but only for married people? I don't know. This is also, also, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about with this either. I know. I have, I have like some crazy ideas, but this is like, this is an idea that I had. Well, I didn't actually have this idea. Um, Someone else had this idea and I stole it. Okay. So, you know, the purge, right? Right, you know that, the movie. Yeah, it's uh, crime is crime is crime is all legal for twelve hours. I think I think that's I think that's life for a certain demographic. But go on. Sure. Um, what if there were a purge for married people? Like you could go and do whatever you wanted to do for twelve hours, and it wouldn't affect your marriage one bit. Oh, like a hall pass. More than a hall pass, though, because I feel like a hall pass is just 
sexual. Okay. I think some people, maybe even most people, and I say this as a single man, I think some people who are married wouldn't even do that. I think they would just go and just just be away from their spouse for 12 hours and just do whatever they wanted to do. Like maybe they just wanted to go, you know, shoot pool or oh, I know guys do that already. For 12 hours? For for days. Like I, like no, <laughs> like, no like no bullshit. No bullshit. My 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 old partner um that I work with, I used to work with her. She her husband, like she said her husband was going on trips. And they she would go on trips too. Like they would just be away from each other. For days at a time? For days, yeah. Are they still married? Yeah. That's probably actually why they're still married. Probably. No, like 12 hours was fuck. A week, make it a weekend shit. So, so, so what you're saying is it would help, you think? Why would it not help? Like, what would it hurt? I don't know. I'm not married. Is that, I'm saying what would it hurt because, like, you're not, you're, you're married. What, what is, what is it going to hurt? You're already, like, that person's going to, when you get married, you're with this person for life, right or wrong? Uh, Cor- correct that's the that i mean that's the premise of yeah. marriage right that's the so idea. it's like what's 12 hours yeah after 12 hours you can right back where you are yeah but how's that like how would 12, how would 12 hours away let alone even a weekend away what could you do in 12 hours as a married person that would be like enough to get it out of your system i mean what do you i guess that makes the question what are you not doing as a married person that you need to get out of your system it's an even better question i mean because I feel like play Red Dead Redemption for twelve hours straight. I, I couldn't even do that. I probably I probably tap out like four or five. I, I just I'm, I'm I'm not eighteen anymore. I can't just sit in front of TV the entire day. Well, what could you do? I just don't like the. I don't know what I what I need to do. That's what I'm saying because I feel like if you're in a marriage and you're not yourself for most of the time, then you might have an issue. Most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Well, you can't be. You can't. Well, keep one hundred. You don't keep. You keep about eighty. You can't keep one hundred. Mm, what about eighty-five? Can you keep it? What That's if you fine. kept eighty-eight? That's fine. You can't keep one hundred though, like because you can't. You can't just talk about all the people you want to smash that are in your mind when you're a married person. This is kind of inconsiderate. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody would be very cool with that. Exactly. So you can't keep it one hundred. You have to keep it like at least eighty-five or ninety. Let's Whatever. Stick my tongue up her ass. Right. You can't do that with your wife sitting there. Oh gosh, so hot. That guy again. Titties. But, <laughs> but yeah, that guy's probably that guy's probably married. And you can't do that all the time with your wife. It's very considerate. So So is this a dumb idea? Purge for married people? I think it's unnecessary. Because I feel like you should need one. If you're married and you need a purge, then you might have issue with your marriage. Mm. Cause it's like you're not I don't know, you need two hours to get away to be yourself if you're not yourself, because it sounds like you're in prison if you're not being yourself and you need twelve hours to get away. And that's, if that sounds so great to you to be away from your spouse for 12 hours it's this amazing thing then you might have an issue with your marriage because I don't know like even in my relationship now with Amanda like I'm I don't need a purge from her like I'll just say hey I'm going somewhere I'll be back okay same with her I'm going somewhere I'll be back cool it's not because we have different interests so it's like we all want to do different things and we may not enjoy the same thing so you should be able to do that by yourself and not have, to do that, not have me how long is it going to take <laughs> can we go now shit <laughs> I just have to be over your shoulder to have, while you're enjoying whatever you're enjoying. Yeah. So I don't think that, I, just, I don't, I just think it's necessary. I don't think you should need a purge in your, if you're married. And if you do, then you probably shouldn't be married. All right. Fair enough. I thought it was a fun idea, but again, I am single, so I don't know anything about being married. I mean, you should be with someone who lets you be yourself. 
that's I think that's the main takeaway. Be with someone who see, be with someone who loves who loves all of you, flaws included. Mm. And if they don't, then you probably shouldn't be together. All right. Well, solid, solid pro tip. Trying. Want to hear my pro tip? Sure. For life. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Things in life. Oh, okay, hang on. <laughs> this is my pro tip for life. Things in life that you should accept. Apologies, compliments, collect calls from jail, donations, and the truth. Things you should not accept. Excuses. Anything less. Offers from a leprechaun, spam emails, and bullshit. Spam emails. There you go. That's my pro tip for life. I guess my piece, my piece, I guess my piece of the Estramus this week can go from what I did last week because I was wrong <laughs> about the election. But that, I'm saying it, I'm saying Little. it's okay to be wrong because people, people are so wrapped up in trying to be right about everything that they just, they just can't accept being wrong about stuff. Like, I've, like you'll see people double down and be wrong about something instead of being, instead of saying that I'm wrong, they'll just double down and be more wrong about it. And it's just annoying to everyone that's involved. And the thing is, also the the worst part about this is that you're stunting yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause you can't you you can't get better if you just if you won't admit that you admit that something's wrong, and try to correct it. And I think that's a problem with a lot of people. A lot of people is that they're just so wrapped up in trying to be right, proving that they're right, that they can't. They just think being wrong is just this cardinal sin. You see it with like a lot of people that are in public. And in, in the public eye, that they'll just be wrong about something, and instead of saying they're sorry, they'll just double down and be more wrong about it, just because they're, I guess, because they they don't want to bruise their ego about being wrong. But I'm saying it's okay to be wrong because how else do you ever get better? How else do you get? How else do you, how else do you improve if you're right about everything? If you're right about everything in life, then you're at your apex. There's nothing else you can do. There's nothing else to learn from. So how like how can you be? How can you how can you improve on anything if you're right about everything? It's like when you put that you know Excel on your resume, and someone gives you the job, and then they say like, "Hey, can you put this on the spreadsheet?" And you say yes, but you don't know how to do it. You're in a bigger pickle than you would have just said, "I don't know, but I'll find out." Exactly. Just it's just, uh, it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> it's great to be wrong. It's actually. okay to be wrong. It's, it's okay like- not to know things. It's okay to be wrong. Because that's how you improve. That's how you get better. And we want to all be better than the day, be where, than the day before. So and if you don't cool. know how to work the middle, that's okay. You can learn. And you can improve. This middle shit. God damn it. anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that would be the title. The, the, one, the one where we work the middle? Yeah. All right. Perfect. I'm putting that in there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you again. If you're on iTunes, please leave us a review and a rating. That helps with the algorithm so that more people can listen to us. Right. And I didn't I didn't think that people were listening that much, though. Like, I was really surprised by the numbers. Putting numbers crazy. on the boards, man. Numbers on the board. That's crazy. With minimal effort from people you. Are... Literally the least bit of effort from you. I'm sorry. You've done nothing. <laughs> I've been a voice. You've been the voice. But you have not been okay. The fingers. All right, put it up. That's that's, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, share, please subscribe. 
and tell a friend. Yes. All right. We'll see you guys later.